Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is uh, episode 43 of season two, Wardon. And in the last episode, uh, Slingshot and Skydive, two of the aerial bots, they got pulled into a royal conflict in some unnamed Middle Eastern country, and the ignorant racial stereotypes abounded. But uh, so here we are, and uh, it's the Decepticon jets, and they are just flying around. And uh, it's nice to see Thundercracker and Skywalker. Yeah, now. It was, like it's it's not Ramjet and Thrust and mm-hmm. Dirge for once. In fact, I don't think there's any of the new um, Autobots in this one other than the Aerial Bots. I think you might be right. Mm, could be. Uh, but they're getting chased by uh, yeah the Aerial Bots. Well, because the Aerial Bots are in pursuit to. Uh, well, Slingshot's like, why are we trying so hard to save these stupid humans or whatever? And it's and uh, what's their leader's name? Silverbolt's like, except those stupid humans are half of the world's leaders. And then uh, Skydive's like, yeah, from what I've been able to learn about this place, they won't be missed. And it's like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Holy shit! Man. I feel like the aerial bots are just beating this thing over the head. Where it's like, yeah, we get it. We don't, you know, you don't like humans, but um, they so they attack the Decepticon jets. Skywarp and Thundercracker get shot down pretty quickly, and Starscream, mm. in an attempt to get away, just dumps all the hostages yeah, out. Yeah, like he is done fucking around. He just opens the cargo bay, and shoop, there they go. He just drops fifteen, twenty humans straight out at. Full speed. It's like they just fly underneath these people who are falling, yep, and, and everybody just grabs onto the edge of the wing, and, and they're they all fine. Those are fine. They take them all home and get them some breakfast and, and toss them into bed. Uh, well. So we go back to the yes. arc, and the aerial bots <laughs> can't stop talking about how impressive the Decepticon jets are. Yeah, slingshots. Like, did you see how well they can fly? You, but, really? like, you guys shot them down. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, do do you not remember? Like. Like, Air Raid knocked Thundercracker out just by flying into him. Yeah, like, uh, Silverbolt's <laughs> like, guys, really? Don't don't be like that. And Optimus says, hey, look, look. Oh, no. I think it was, like, Ironhide and Wheeljack. Is that when they start to take offense, too? And Optimus says, hey. Well, uh, Slingshot says that, uh, or, or they point out, Starscream dropped all those humans. Like, he mm-hmm. left them to die. And and Slingshot's like, yeah, it might have been an accident. And Iron Nine's like, you arrogant young punks, you don't know what it was like. And then Optimus is like, yeah, they don't know what it's like. They're only a few weeks mm-hmm. old or whatever. So basically he says, boys will be boys. He really like, does. Well done, Optimus. Well yeah. done. Wah, wah. Oh, yeah, and uh, the world leaders, never yeah, going to hear th- about yeah, them again. Yeah, that's a way more interesting story than anything that happens in this episode. I would have loved to see. Yeah, like, how, how did they get them all? I but know. Anyway, yeah. How no, those three jets. And this is their home. Why it's fine. good to see them again. They were successful in capturing all of the world's leaders. <laughs> yeah. They're good at what they do. They uh, Oh, Teletrain yeah. 1 comes online. He's like, I'm picking up huge energy yeah. readings on Cybertron. Ener- extremely concentrated mm. energy readings from Cybertron, yeah. So a bunch of them load up onto Omega Supreme. It's all the aerial bots. <laughs> yeah. uh, who is it? Optimus Wheeljack. <laughs> Hope he doesn't blow up this Ironhide time. Ratchet. He might Ratchet, as well. Ratchet, get all the tools and shit ready because you know he's going to blow up when we get back. He always does. Now hide the key to the liquor cabinet. We're going to need spark plug to help, though. <laughs> <laughs> he's about as useless as he is when he blows up though because they get to Cybertron he's going to be out of power right away but uh, we go to the Decepticon jets getting scolded by Megatron and uh, Soundwave he comes up and he's like "Uh, the Autobots have uh, headed for Cybertron and 
they're coming. He somehow knows that they're headed there. And uh, mm. uh, Megatron's like, oh, they must have picked up Shockwave's work with the Chronosphere. Like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, boy, here we go. This should be fun. Yeah. So he says, activate the space bridge. So they activate the space bridge. And when they get to Cybertron via the space bridge, the room that Shockwave is usually in looks like a bomb went off. Like, it's in shambles. Yeah. It's not even the right color. It's like a pale teal color <laughs> all of cybertron is just a shithole like aside from the aside from the establishing shots of the whole planet the entire thing is just rubble mm. and it, it leads i mean it's a setup for the what happens in the past we're gonna see but anyway megatron also has a hate on for the aerial bots because he's this whole trip to cybertron he's be like he actually starts telling Starscream that the Chronosphere can go back in time, but he's yeah. going to use it to destroy the aerial bots. So Megatron. he could go back in time and alter history, but no, 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 no. I'm going to destroy this one tiny group of Transformers with <laughs> yeah. it instead. He, he could go all Biff Tannen and go back in time and bet on brilliant basketball and titanium moose bot races, but no, he's just going <laughs> to do that. But yeah, but he's like all pissed off because I'm not ruler of the skies as long as the aerial bots are around. Like, hey, stupid, the Dinobots, especially Swoop, power gliding tracks can all fly. I mean, these aren't the only Autobots that can fly. It's weird. Might want to cast a wider net there. Anyway. So the Autobots arrive on um, Cybertron, and like I said earlier, Omega's low on power, so he just has to stay in rocket mode. Fuel depleted. And they've conveniently written him out of the rest of the episode. So uh, the Autobots head out to find an energy source for uh, Omega, but also to find the source of this energy source Teletran 1 picked up, and the aerial bots won't shut up about how great Cybertron no, is. because Fireflight, always, uh, it's always been Slingshot's been the complaining one, and, yeah. and Silverbolt are on like opposite ends of the spectrum, and then the other three are kind of in the middle, but if there was one dead center, it would be Fireflight, and he's like, he thinks the Autobots are weird for wanting to live on Earth when they could live here, and Silverbolt's like, just Guys, shut up. All right, come on. We're doing this. And they're so they're flying along. Uh, they've left Optimus and the uh, other three or four, and they're flying through the air, and the uh, Decepticon jets uh, show up again. Thundercracker, Skywarp, and uh, Starscream. Yeah, they attack, and, and uh, Slingshot yeah. immediately just lands, transforms, and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't want to fight. Like, Silverbolt's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then Skywarp is like, what? <laughs> but uh, Skywarp Thundercracker and uh, Starscream land, and Starscream's like, okay, we'll talk. What do you want to know, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> they admittedly play it well that they're only a few weeks old and that they're complete suckers. Oh, yeah. Starscream gets Silver- them hook, line, and sinker. It's like all oh, this stick yeah. with me, kid, and we'll fucking go places kind of shit. They're like, oh, yeah. And Silverbolt, he just can't believe it and calls them twerps yeah he does he does radio into optimus and he reports this but the aerial bots follow starscream to the base and they, they fall for that classic line where the decepticons are good guys and the autobots are bad guys mm, yeah yeah, and they are again. led literally onto the Chronosphere platform and said, stand right there, buddy, looking good, two yeah, feet to the down left. and I'll tell you all oh, about it. And Silverbolt comes in and goes, guys, it's a trap. And then he immediately gets caught in the trap. Yeah. And the trap is that it zaps them way back in time, and they kind yep. of get they get rocketed back in time. So if you can picture like a, a clock spinning backwards, that's what's happening to them. And the Autobots arrive, and the first thing Optimus does is blows up the computer so that it stops 
the uh, aerial bots from flying back. How far back they're going, yeah. I think then we just... Oh, yeah, the Decepticons flee, and then we go nine... Oh, we don't go see them, but we find out that they've gone nine million years in the past. Past, 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 (laughs) Echo. Commercial break, break, break. (laughs) Now, Ratchet is wondering how to get them back. Well, if the aerial bots are Transformers, if they survived for nine million years, they would just walk in. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Yeah, we're back. Hey. They could have gone to Cybertron, <laughs> sat around for nine million years knowing at this exact date and time we're going to meet. But that's not what happens. Uh, in the, Sorry, in the present, Wheeljack says, hey, I can fix it. It's just going to take some time. And then we go back to the golden age of Cybertron and everything that was rubble is Yeah, everything is gold. Literally yeah. golden. <laughs> Everything is gold. And there's water. Yeah. There are canals it's, and rivers. It's a Cybertron we've <laughs> never seen before. I do like one thing. Uh, Slingshot makes a very good point here. Because one of the aerial bots says, this must be what it was like before um, the Decepticons destroyed or whatever. And Slingshot's like, you know, the Autobots were fighting too. Like, they are at least half responsible for the destruction that occurred on Cybertron. I mean... To be fair, right? To be fair, yes, but as we're going to see later with Megatron, that this is a, effectively the episode where we see how he the war starts. He definitely set the yeah, set things in motion, yeah. yeah. But, he did it yeah. first. <laughs> yeah. We meet a new Transformer. As the aerial bots are walking along, talking Decepticons versus Autobots, we run into this young-looking yeah. Transformer named Orion Pax. And golly gee, is he Orion ever Pax. keen to meet you. Oh, he's something else. And we meet his best friend, Dion. And his Dial. girl, Ariel. And you stay away. She's my girl. <laughs> She's, She's my like, oh, girl. don't mind gosh. him. He's just jealous. Sometimes we share a soda with two straws. <laughs> oh. Anyway, um, they're also really ignorant about this. They talk about the threat of the Decepticons. Oh, I've heard they've attacked outside cities. And Orion's like, I don't worry. We have... The Guardian robots. Yeah, but they see three of them flying, and they're like, wow, it's those new uh, robots that can fly. uh, Firefly says, what if Megatron recognizes us? And Skydive's like, dude, this is nine million years ago. He hasn't even met us yet. So he he does that whole, you're not thinking fourth dimensionally bit, (laughs) like that Doc (laughs) Brown did in Back to the Future. When they, they, yeah, this starts them talking about the threat of the Decepticons and Orion packs this. He's not worried because of the guardian robots, which is the first mention of these things that will become a, a plot device later. Um, and he has faith in them. So they go back to their regular job of <laughs> yeah. unloading energon. It's a job. It is a job. And, and then all of a sudden a shadow comes over and boom, Megatron, boom, it's Megatron. And he's like, hi there. I'm Megatron. What's your name? And he's like, it's a great pleasure to meet you, sir. And, like, and then Megatron needs a, a place to store all his whatever it is on these trucks he's got outside. Yeah, it's just stuff. He has yeah, a fleet of <laughs> yeah. trucks, dozens of trucks, and he's just got, I've got stuff here. Do you have a warehouse? I do, golly gee. No way. I needed a warehouse. And what do you, do you store, store energy in, in your warehouse? <laughs> just supplies, or is it for energy? And he's like, it's for energy. And he's like, that's just what I wanted to hear. And then Would he, you like my social security number yeah. two? <laughs> you gotta be kidding me! My fucking phone is ringing. <laughs> okay, right. we'll be right back. Uh.
it turns out these trucks and their cargo, like all these little things, I thought they were Energon cubes when I first saw them. So did I. Uh, they're all primitive Decepticons, and there's like hundreds of them. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're that typical Transformer drone. They all look the same, and they yeah, all walk like, like robots from the remember 50s. Him? Yes, they kind of do look like reflectors. Same color scheme. a long time, uh, Oh, yeah, so they, they start a fight, and um, Ariel gets shot down, like, down to the ground right away. He, yeah, shoots her straight yeah. through the heart. I mean, if that's if she has one, then, wow, she did. Uh, and then... And somehow Pax is like, no! And he flies a bit, and then Megatron fly. shoots him down, and he did. And then the Decepticon Dion? take out oh, uh, and Dion, Dion or yeah. Dion, 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 Dion. And the Aerobots are like, ah, okay, we got to get the hell out of here, and shows them running. But they find Orion Pax, and he's... Effectively dead. Oh yeah, he did. Commercial break. When we come back, I guess we're back in uh, real time or our time or whatever. Uh, Megatron, Shockwave, Soundwave, Skywarp, and Thundercracker are apparently they're on Cybertron, and uh, they find a Guardian robot, and it just looks like Omega Supreme's body, but it's blue. It's blue and white and gray-ish or whatever. But one thing I want to point out here is Thundercracker's voice is way. It's like it is not John Stevenson. The the guy isn't even trying to sound like him. uh, Anyways, there it is. So then we go down to the Autobots and we'll... Oh, yeah, it's basically a quick update. Wheeljack's like, hey, I'm almost there. Give me some time. And then we go back to the past. (laughs) Yeah, Prime is losing his patience with how long it's taking to repair (laughs) a time machine. Like, just think... The time machine he destroyed. Really? Oh, you idiot. (laughs) Don't blow it up so fucking much next time if you want me to fix it immediately after. So we go to the past, and the Aerobots uh, carry a young Orion Pax to a young Alpha Trion. I hope they haven't gotten into too much trouble, wherever they are. It's not (laughs) where the hell are they. It's when the hell are they. You know they're on Cybertron. Just when. So Slingshot now hates the Decepticons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he has had it with Megatron. Like It it even sounds like he's like kind of sniffling. I can't believe it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Megatron. But he's had this moment a couple times already, hasn't he? It seems like it. Oh, the Decepticons are bad. Humans aren't that bad. And then we do it all again. (laughs) So, oh, this is where Alpha Trion says, I can't. Yeah, it's a young uh, Alpha Trion. But I can completely rebuild him. Yeah, he has exactly Spike's voice. Did you notice that? It's Corey Burton doing exactly Spike's voice. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, Not as entitled. But they go to a random scene showing the Decepticon drones fighting Guardian robots here in the past. And I guess... That's the war has started, is my understanding of that. Yeah. And then we go back to Alpha Trion, and he has rebuilt Orion Pax into... It's done. ...a robot called Optimus Prime. Yeah, the first of our new defenders. Mm -hmm. And Optimus, who is only 20 minutes older than he was before, now sounds all old and wise and is like, I admired Megatron because he was powerful. He's also like 10 feet taller. Oh, yeah, he's huge. Well, it's Optimus Prime, right? Yeah. So then we, oh, so they all rush off, and uh, Alpha Trion says, oh, don't worry, I'll um, repair your girlfriend, Ariel. Yeah, I'll send the boys over, pick up her carcass, and, uh, (laughs) but I'm going to rename her Alita One, because, you know, I... Because I'm a let god. Her pick her own. Why yeah. not? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> so Megatron, we go back to the the drones versus the Guardians, and Megatron is pushing his drones forward when Optimus <laughs> yeah. arrives and blows a ton of drones. Just boom, 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 boom. he's like, "You've done enough for one day." And then yeah. Megatron's like, "Who are you?" And then it's 
That fucking classic line from the 80s, I'm your worst, worst nightmare. nightmare. Apparently that's from 48 Hours, though. I always thought it was Rambo, but no, apparently... 48, really? Uh, Rambo 3, yeah, Rambo 3 the wasn't f- until 1988. 48 Hours so this movies is... had some really good one-liners. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, Eddie Murphy that says... I'm, I do have yeah. a complaint, though, with this scene in that this is now the moment that Optimus and Megatron met for the first time. It should have been mm. epic. It wasn't. No, it was not. It was. So the aerial bots witnessed the drones stealing Energon from this warehouse, and they're like, oh, we got to stop yeah. them. Or else he'll be unstoppable. And but, like, shouldn't this have already happened in nine million years ago? Or are they the reason that happened nine million years ago? Yeah. See, oh, well, we're going to fuck with yeah. some timelines oh, yeah. soon. Uh, so we go to the present day, and Wheeljack says, you know what? I'm going to have the yep. computer fixed in two minutes. It's going to be good. And when we get this thing up to 88 miles an hour, we're going to have him back in two minutes. <laughs> so uh, as soon as that's happening, all of a sudden, this headless guardian that the Decepticons had found earlier smashes through the wall with the rest <laughs> of the Decepticons the like the and Kool-Aid attacks man. them. So the Autobots have to hold them off while Wheeljack works in the computer. Yeah, like Ratchet and Ironhide transform to distract it while Prime and Wheeljack shoot it. Now, like, it, wouldn't you think that it would pay more attention to the Autobots shooting it? Like, yeah. Uh, which mosquito were you going to swat? The one biting you or the one buzzing around your head? Like, yeah, both yeah, of them. I fucking hate mosquitoes. Fucking get them both. So while this fight is happening, we go back to the past, and the aerial bots have been trapped in the warehouse with the Energon, but they've decided... We can't let them get this energy. We're gonna... No, like, finally Slingshot can think fourth dimensional, and he's like, guys, we have to win this fight. Otherwise, things are, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not going to end well. And so Silverbolt's like, all right, boys, light the place up. Do it. So they, they set off the bombs. Yeah. And just as it explodes, a energy shield comes around them, and they go into yep. the future slash present slash technically past because it's 1985. Wheeljack's thing gets them out in time. Hey, see what I did there? Yeah. And they, uh, <laughs> they're now back in the present. And they turn into Superion and fight the Headless Guardian. To fight the Headless Guardian. That's what the original basis to Blind Guardian wanted to call the band. <laughs> nah, just fucking. And the yeah. Decepticons <laughs> flee. And then Silverbolt tells them, oh, hey, we met a young guy named Orion Pat. And he had some pretty offensive tweets in 2009. All right, never mind time travel. Whether Optimus should have remembered the aerial bots from 9 million years ago, it's too hard on the head, so we're not going to worry about it. So let's go back to the first of the episode. Starscream is done fucking around with the aerial bots, and he just drops all the hostages to their doom, and the aerial bots have to swoop in to save the day. Like, first off, This would be like trying to shoot a flying bullet with a bullet. But these guys land on the back of a flying Concorde, an F-16, and a Sea Harrier, and manage to hold on. No. Experiment time. And this one's actually pretty safe. Get a baseball and a bat, go outside, toss the ball in the air, swing as hard as you possibly can, and try and get the ball to land on and stay on the bat. Doesn't hit the ground, didn't go flying, just stays on top of the bat in full swing. Take your time. I'll wait. Yeah, it didn't work, did it? 
these people would be smashed apart instantly. For that matter, they get ejected from Starscream, who is trying damn hard to outrun the Aerobots, so he's probably flying well beyond supersonic. I mean, he's an F-15, so he's probably up to about 1,800 miles an hour. These people in normal clothes would be suffocating and wind burned to ashes pretty much instantly while free-falling and hurtling through the air at 1,800 miles an hour, which brings up another point. Slingshot is a sea harrier, a fighter plane that... Well, there's the end of another episode of the Transformers and Pickers podcast show. Next episode is going to be the Trans Europe Express, which I thought was going to be a ripoff of Death Race 2000, but wasn't. It does have 2000 in it, though. It, it does. The Europa 2000, yeah. Uh, if you want to find out what's 2000 minus 2000, I just called us a couple of zeros, Paul. You can find <laughs> us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. He's at P. McPherson1. Mm-hmm. You can uh, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app. You can rate us 2000 out of 10. That'd be right, sweetie. Fantastic. 2000 out of 5, too, or whatever. And tell all your friends. Tell all 2000 of your friends. All of them. All of them. On Facebook. So then Zuckerberg will take that and share it with the world. And we'll be famous. And I'll see you next time, Paul. We'll talk to you next time. You arrogant young punks.